Welcome to the Bogart Podcast, Season 4, Episode 2. My name is Evan Bogart. With me is Nick Duder, and we got a show for you today. Uh, email the show, thebogartpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are doing a special because we have a new merch store. Uh, it is um, thebogartpodcast.com. Uh, no, I don't actually know. You just go to the Bogart Podcast dot com slash merch and you could find the Spotify or not Spotify but Shopify. Uh you can buy the t-shirts and the hoodies right now. Um the hoodies are made to order so if you do order a hoodie it's gonna take about a week or two to get to you. Uh if you order a t-shirt you get a raffle ticket. If you order a hoodie you get two raffle tickets. So chance to win fifty dollars that way. Um what else? Uh, follow us on all social medias, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, YouTube is Beer Pirate Radio. Um, yeah, so uh, how was your week, my friend? My week was was pretty good. How was yeah. Your week? Uh, yeah, dogs got into it. Yeah, you told me about this. Uh, Laura was, uh, had dog food near the door and it had a hole in the bag and Lucy came up to the hole and started scratching it. I'm guessing. And the food, uh, the hole in the bag was a little bit opened and Maddie came up to see what was going on. And then they started attacking each other. Not good. Uh, they haven't gotten in a fight in, I don't know. I think, I think the last time they got in a fight was last spring i could be wrong there but uh yeah so they got in a fight and laura picked up lucy and lucy bit laura right in the arm and the hand and the tip of her finger and so yeah so i don't know man don't have dogs don't have dogs don't have dogs man they uh, have a dog but luckily nothing Two eventful happened. Did you have one dog or two? One. Oh, one dog. One yellow lab. Yeah. Yeah, we got, when we got Lucy, it was during COVID. And and then, like, later on down the road, I was like, well, you know, Lucy kind of gets lonely sometimes. And we got another Maddie. Uh, and, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there's good days better than bad days Yeah, with dogs, you know? I mean, and so... Uh, the day that they got in a fight, that was a bad day because, you know, I don't know, dogs fight and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, so besides that, you know, I worked a Sunday shift. That was uh, easy money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I got in there and a coworker's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm working a Sunday shift. And so I worked, I didn't work all the full shift. I only worked until two, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was easy money, man. Easy money. Yeah. I mean, the coworker who you're talking about is like, he's by himself on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we got everything done within like three hours. Uh, all the, the stuff on the list, like what we do is we fill out orders from Amazon, uh, country max and Walmart. And I got everything done within three hours. And then uh, we rearranged the warehouse and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, it was easy cash, man. Easy cash. 
So, uh, yeah, I got some topics, but you know what? Uh, you had some exciting news. I did? Oh, yeah. Creed's coming to Darien Lake. Creed is coming. Creed is back, baby. They never left, but they are back at the same time. Yeah, well, so you were excited a while back because they had a big announcement, but the that was a dud. It was like a cruise ship. Yeah, it was or like two like. cruise ship uh, cruises that were like 500 or like a thousand dollar tickets or whatever like that. Just, just for the regular ticket. And <laughs> I just got completely trolled by my, one of my favorite bands that yeah. they're coming back, but they're just doing a, a cruise. And then I don't remember the exact date. I signed up for the mailing list, like a true fanatic would mm-hmm. got the email that they announced tour. And then, uh, I got the email for the pre-show code, pre-sale code, and I bought tickets the day the pre-sale went live. Yeah, bought tickets. Yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't chancing it at all? I was the mind. I'm guessing you spent a pretty penny on it. Yeah, I did, but it's I'm using like I'm gonna use like birthday money and oh yeah, like Christmas money, whatever like that. Yeah, so. just kind of pay back for the ticket. You know, holiday yeah. season comes along, and yeah. So I'm not probably gonna get anything. I'll just be like, oh, you know. It's fine. I'll use the money that I, I make at my job and I'll save up some money. But definitely wanted to get those tickets, man. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, because we went, me, Laura, and Laura's friends went to go see Backstreet Boys. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I was bored, so I went. I mean, that bored, huh? Eh, I don't know. But, anyways, uh, yeah, it was, it was the first concert at Daring Lake. We had lawn seats, so it was, you know, um, but yeah, it was a fun experience, you know, during like, uh, I've only been to the theme park side. Yeah, me too. I've never been to the the shows. Yeah. I've only been, to, and I've only been to the theme park a couple of times in my life, actually. I, I didn't think it was a big venue at Daring Lake, but it's, it's a pretty huge like area. You ever gone to uh Syracuse to see a show? You know, the Syracuse Amphitheater? Uh, no. I go there we, quite I, often. I went to a Syracuse basketball game, but that was at the okay. school. But I've never been to the... Um, no, I So haven't. is the Darien Lake like venue, is it kind of like an amphitheater? Is it- yeah, it's like an amphitheater. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, a, it's, just like, it's like a big, huge tent or whatever. And, you know, um, yeah. but... I mean, it's, it's a pretty cool experience. Uh, I would say... Um, uh, do uh, tailgating. Uh, do all your eating and drinking before you go in, because the price for beer is yep, it is crazy. Like they, they're like like they have a liquid death. It's like a water, and I think one of those we're going for like five bucks for a can. Like it is like you have to do all your pre gaming before just boo it in the parking lot get like chairs and just sit and you know do all your drinking out in the in the parking lot before you go in because it is it just i it's i understand they got to make a profit but what is uh too much of a profit um sadly that's not a, a term yeah it's it's not a term but i mean it it's just it's crazy man it's just crazy they have a bunch of uh, beer fan, uh, what do you call it? Beer stands and stuff like that. But you know, it's just I don't know. You can do it for free in, in the parking lot, so just do it there. So, so uh, yeah. So 
uh, what was I going to say? You got seats, right? You mm-hmm. didn't get uh, lawn seats, right? I got seat seats. Yeah. That's so, the only way to do it if you're going to go see your favorite band. Yep. You got to get like good seats. I, really, I was seriously considering the VIP package, but yeah, I'll have to do it the next time they come around, if, if they do. Yeah, I mean, what is the VIP is like you get like you get to meet the band and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You, I think you probably should have done it. Uh, you know, I, Maybe. I I don't know. You know, I, they might go back on tour again, but you know, this for I think vi- you, can, you can upgrade tickets. So I'll, I'll take another look at it. Yeah, you you only it's a once in a lifetime experience, and I think I think you probably I didn't get to see. Uh, Breaking Benjamin VIP for my 18th birthday. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. You got to meet the band and everything? Yep. Oh, nice. That was really, really cool. I'm not really into... They actually called us on stage for our song, and we got to stand on the stage while they played. What? Oh, yeah. I have a video on of it. I'll have to send it to you. Holy... Yeah, send it to me, and then we'll play it on the... But that's crazy. I'm not a big fan of Breaking Benjamins, but um, I've heard a couple songs. Not my cup of tea. I'm more into uh, college rock. Um, emo rock, nothing. I mean, I I like Creed. It's Creed's okay. Um, but <laughs> there's two types of people in this world: people who like Creed and liars. You call me a liar? No, I'm just, no, I'm saying like this. You said that you like Creed, so I'm saying there's only two types of people: there's people who like Creed, and then there's liars that say they don't. Oh, oh, okay. Secretly, deep down, everybody is a Creed fan. They just don't want to admit it, and now that they're back it is now okay or permissible to admit the truth, which is Creed is amazing. Yeah, I mean... Profess the truth, guys. Profess it with your heart. You know, I can't sing a Creed song to the life of me, but, I mean, it's entertaining music. It's... I would think of it as, like, hype music. Like, if you're going to the gym and something like that, and you know you're working out. It's kind of like you know you get that Creed going through your headset. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I'd have to ask some people that do that. I just Creed was there for me in a pretty bad part of my life when yeah. I was when I was younger, and yeah. the songs helped me through a really really tough time. So yeah. I've always had a spot for them in my heart, and uh, I, I play into the memes. It's funny. Me and my friend that I do music with, we like do Scott Stapp impersonations all the time. It's yeah. just, so like, it's crazy how successful the, not only the music, but the pop culture around the music. Oh yeah. Which is, I think is the reason why they've come back is because there's so much meme culture of Creed that has made them more relevant now. And they're like, you know what? We're going to capitalize on this. Yeah. Let's get a tour going. Yeah. I, uh, I remember when Nickelback put out the song for Spider-Man. I don't remember what the name of it was. Um, but I, I, I had like a really crappy MP3 player that my parents got, I think off the back of a truck from some dude. And, um, I remember loading like that song and a couple other songs. And I was like obsessed with the, that Nickelback song. I, I'll, I don't know what the name of the song was, but it was on the Spider-Man soundtrack. But I used to play that all the time, riding my bike to my friend's house. It's just like blaring in my my earbuds well <laughs> but yeah i mean uh i think there was a band named less than jake that got me through a lot of crap during um high school days um uh there's a song called science of selling yourself short that was uh that was one of the songs 
that always it it talks about uh like you're at your all-time low like you There's another band yeah all time <laughs> yeah that is another time another band i don't like them too much no, but I'm not uh, um but it, it the song talks about an all-time low like you know but uh, and then there's a couple other songs, but that band got me through a lot in high school. Uh, you know, my depression and stuff like that. It got me through everything. But um, yeah, I mean, I, but I, you know, I don't listen to a lot of Lesson Jake now. Uh, it's you know, it's just basically all uh, Midwest emo and uh, uh, like college rock. I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully so we'll be uh, supporting some local bands. If you guys yeah. are out there and you have some music that you want played, yeah. reach out to uh, Evan Bogart. We'll see what we can do. You can email uh, thebogartpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, if you guys want your music played on our podcast or you know, you're know you interested in knowing more about the show and possibly you know a sponsorship or something like that, you know, we'll do it cheap. <laughs> I mean, we, we're, I'm not like a, a hundred dollar an ad person, you know, I'm, you know, he's not it, the, the creed promoters for yeah. Darren Lake. No. Yeah. I'm not a <laughs> creed promoter. Um, no, I'll, I'll work around your budget, you know? And, uh, yeah. So, um, oh uh, yeah. So I got some uh, things we can, uh, discuss, uh, got some videos. Uh, so, Let's play the first one. Um, I'm just trying to think which one. Ah, we'll just go for the top one. Uh, so uh, this person or these couple owned a funeral home, right? Okay. And it is the most craziest uh, story that I've seen in a while. Uh, here it is. Uh, we'll play it. For the discovery of nearly 200 decomposing bodies in a southern Colorado funeral home, the owners now facing charges. Investigators arrested John and Carrie Halford in Oklahoma. Last month, we learned about the discovery at the Return to Nature funeral home in Penrose. That's just south of Colorado Springs. Your reporter, Michael Obeda, is live in the Springs for us tonight. And Michael, you learn more about the charges from today. That's crazy. 100... Yeah, that's right, Karen. You know, they're all low-level felonies, but there were a lot of raw emotions down here in Colorado Springs. A lot of raw emotions. From law enforcement <laughs> officers who have been conducting this investigation to family members of the people's bodies they found in that funeral home who just want some justice. It's the most horrendous feeling I've ever had in my life. The past four years have been oh, a I thought she had a mullet. for Christina Page. In September of 2019, her son David her was shot and killed by El Paso County SWAT. She says he was in the middle of a mental health crisis and pointing a BB gun at cars when he was killed in front of her. After hiring Return to Nature Funeral Home to cremate her son's remains, Return to Nature. she took the urn they gave her and traveled the nation advocating for more police accountability. We testified for 17 hours at the House and Senate to get the Police Accountability Act passed. And this urn sat on the table as I testified. Then earlier this year, a second trauma reopened the wounds of the first. I was driving down the interstate in Ohio and got a call out of nowhere from the FBI. They told her that her son David's body was found in the Return to Nature funeral home in Penrose, Colorado. It had been there for four years and oh, not in the urn oh like man. she was to believe. So we will never know what our families are actually carrying. Finally Wednesday, her son's body was set to be cremated and she returned to Colorado. 
That's when she heard the owners of Return to Nature, John and Carrie Halford, had been arrested in Oklahoma. This morning I woke up already crying, so the first hour of my day was absolutely an emotional roller coaster. She says she hopes now, at least in one of her son's cases, she can finally get justice. This was intentional. And not only did they think about doing this, but they followed through with it, they concealed it, and they did this to almost 200 families. Wow. Now, the coroner and law enforcement have been using dental records, fingerprints, and medical devices to identify some of the bodies, but they haven't identified them all. They say if you use the Back to Nature or Return to Nature funeral home as early as 2019 to contact law enforcement because you may be a victim. In Colorado Springs, Michael Aveta, covering Colorado First. All right, Michael, thank you. Well, the so, my question, mm-hmm. who is she carrying around? Oh, it's probably, you know what, it's, it, it's probably multiple bodies that they probably, well, okay. So I don't know how much. Like mixed berry? Yeah. Like, I mean. Mixed berry. Mixed berry? Like you bury them in the ground? Oh, That was such a lame joke. Yeah. Um, No, no. no, That's, that's, that's a stupidly sad story. Like it's it's, so sad on every level. But no. So when you cremate a body, I don't know how many, how much ashes you get. Um, I heard it wasn't a lot like, but, um, I'm guessing what happens. They cremated probably like maybe four bodies and then just combined the ashes of those bodies into random, uh, customers at or urns or whatever. That's what I'm thinking. Because now the other question is, is like, why did they, I'm thinking they sold body parts. You think they, so? They sold either organs or um, like body parts or whatnot. Because why would you keep a hundred? What was that? One hundred ninety? Yeah, one hundred ninety decomposing At bodies. At least one hundred ninety. Like, why would you keep that many? It, it it doesn't make sense. It, I I I don't know. Like, I don't yeah, know. it's a wild story. I, I don't have a a huge take on it. It's just like, it's just so. It's cool to everyone involved. And they said that there were uh, low felonies or something like that, that they, they should be locked up for, I don't know, years, like probably for life. It's gotta be a life charge right there. Yeah. But I, I think these probably, they're going to get probably knowing the Justin system that we have probably 10 years. They'll be out. No, no questions asked. They'll be out in 10 years. Uh, probably five for good behavior, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man, 190 bodies. I just think that they should probably go away for either life or I don't know, but yeah, it's crazy. I, when I was hearing this, I I listened to my one show and when I was like, just thinking, I'm like, well, you know, they were carrying around other people's, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, urns thinking it's their, their, their loved ones and like a mystery package. And yeah. Just a, a mystery of ashes. And I don't know, man, it's crazy. But uh, well, how's this, what was the size of their house? Like, how do they see? That's the other how thing. Do they keep not 190 bodies without it. Like just the stench seeping into the neighbors. So when I worked at the hospital, they had, uh, um, what is it that they keep the dead? Not, um, I guess a morgue, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, I never got to see what's in it because it was just, 
it you I didn't have access to it and no I think only like a certain amount of people had access to it. But, you know, I I would think that um I don't know. I think they would have only like four or five like, you know, coolers like where they keep the bed bodies. Uh I don't know what they're called and I don't know. But uh um but yeah, I mean you would think they would only have a few like, you know, cooling chambers or whatever. And, but they must have had bodies stacked up, like stacked. Gotta be stacked. And, you know, after a while, the smell of it too. That's what I just said. Like, how do they not? Yeah. They, how do they cover that up. I, I'm guessing what happened was, uh, you know, I, I'm guessing the smell tipped someone off. It was like, yeah, there's a reek smell from this funeral home thing and they must have went in and got a uh search warrant whatnot and went to it but yeah just the stench of it you you got to be a certain person to um to stand that smell i guess you know you know i guess though if you were living somewhere where it was a constant smell and you got used to that smell i guess it wouldn't bother you anymore I don't know. My cousin worked was going to work for the uh, the FBI, and she did like forensic photography, mm-hmm. and so she had to go photograph crime scenes. And she said that this, the first time she smelled the body, it was like the the single like it's a, a smell that you never forget, and mm-hmm. you you can never imagine either at the same time. It's so strong and so unique. Yeah, a human body like decomposing. It's just so yeah. So to get used to that is kind of psychotic and also like incredibly impressive that you get used to that kind of a smell. Yeah. But. Um, so I've only seen one dead body in my life. Uh, it was at a funeral a long ass time ago. And, um, me and my brother were like, we looked at each other and we're like, was this your first dead body you've seen? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, mine too. And it, it's, but it, it was in a funeral. So they, they, um, a bomb is that what it's called? Uh, I don't know what's yeah, called. Yeah, kind of. It, they take out your, all your organs and then pump you full of. Uh, do your makeup. Yeah, do your makeup and you know yeah. and make you look presentable and stuff like that. But yeah, it it was a, a very very eerie feeling, just just like just staring at an open casket. Like I'm not a fan of open caskets, actually. Me, yeah, me either. I mean, I don't think anyone is. Um, don't understand it. Yeah, I, it, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a eerie, eerie feeling. Uh, going to one of those. Um, I haven't. Again, I, I haven't been to your funeral in a very long time. Uh, and the ones I've been to were just like a, like uh, they have like pictures and whatnot. And they don't have a casket. It's just like calling hours. But, um, oh. yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah, the one that we went to was an actual open casket funeral and it was, it was an eerie feeling, but, uh, yeah. So here is the next video. Uh, I'm not really sure what it is. Oh, um, okay. So oh, <laughs> I've seen this. So I wanted to send this to one of our coworkers. Uh, yeah. So this, okay. So. We'll play the clip, but basically it's this girl that gets her either husband or boyfriend's tattoo. No, it's boyfriend. It's, oh, it's, oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Significantly worse because it's the boyfriend. A boyfriend. Uh, yeah, so here it is. Hold on. Yes, the 
And nice tattoo gun going. And sh- they're getting tattooed on the forehead. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I'm thinking this is uh, not real deal. Okay. Oh, you don't think you don't think it's real? No. Nope. I think this yeah. is. Oh, this God. is so fake. Okay, let's see. Okay. I don't know, man. I. Oh my God! I love it. Okay, so now with tattoos, I I, I don't have any tattoos personally, and I do you have tattoos? No. Okay. Yeah. So we both don't know what we're talking about, but but anyways, uh, tattoos leave kind of um, a redness around it when they get tattooed. And this girl, like, if you look back, like, like, let's go back to when she is getting tattooed right there. Uh, yeah. No redness. No nothing. Uh, yeah. I this is fake. I I gear. I'm I'm not like a hundred percent sure. But it is a uh, conspiracy theory, Evan. Here, yeah, I, I, you know, I think she just did this for like a TikTok. There are people, man, out there that will do this. So, well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that get face tattoos and whatnot. But I mean, a big, cur- well, it's like almost cursive font, uh, Kevin on your forehead. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, you gotta love your boyfriend enough to do that. And I love how or it hate says your forehead enough. Yeah. You know, like, man, I want to cover this forehead with something. What's my boyfriend's name? Oh, Kevin. Yeah. So I'll get Kevin. And you, you got to think about this too. Uh, if this person goes to like the job the next day, what are usually your boss going to say when you got big Kevin written on your forehead? I mean, I guess it wouldn't matter if she worked from home or did like on phone customer service, but I mean, let's say she was a waitress. If I was a boss, I would not want her to be, I'm, I'm kind of judgmental saying this and whatnot, but, uh, what? I'm sorry, (laughs) but if you, if you have Kevin tattooed big like on now, 80% if you, if you, if you of the, the forehead if you give it to the K he's all for it because then he'll say Evan and he'll be definitely down I'll just cancel my appointment for tomorrow oh uh, okay yeah <laughs> you have a tattoo appointment <laughs> Evan so, on the forehead Laura okay so Laura how much money would I, I or it would take to get my name tattooed on your forehead let's let's say I'll give you 20 grand would you do it <laughs> I might. No, I won't. Tw- tw- no. How much does it cost to get it removed? Because that that will. Def- oh, I don't know. I have no idea because yeah. I, I, you know, I don't really know anything about tattoos. But I mean, it's. We'll get the Bogart and then podcast on mine. Yeah, you we'll know, get, and then we'll just sit here with the with our heads. I I was thinking about getting a tattoo, but once you get old enough and you don't have tattoos, what what is the point? Like, what what is what is the. Maybe if let's say one of my my dogs pass away or something like that, maybe I'll get like a portrait or something like that on my arm. But there's really, I mean, I don't really want a tattoo right now. Like I just, I don't see the principle of it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I love art, but I don't think I've ever seen any piece of art that I'd want engraved into my skin. I just, yeah, that's my personal take on it. But 
Now they have uh, these, um, it's basically uh, a big printer that you can print uh, temporary tattoos on your arm. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it's almost like a, a roller, like you would use the whiteout. Like if you were rolling that on a piece of paper, it's like that, but on your skin and it just prints like a design or whatnot. So, but yes, I am being judgmental. A big Kevin on your forehead. Still on the fence about Evan, but Kevin's no, right? Yeah. Kevin, no. I don't know. But yeah, it's just E V I N. I think this is all fake. I think this is uh I think it's either some kind of like I you know, I don't know just how the clout. Yeah, it's just for views. I mean yeah. I mean it's just But if you look at the I mean, I don't I don't know, man. I'm just doing some CSI and evaluating, but yeah, it's just it's not really it's not writing. It's not being read around it or anything like that. I mean, unless you had really tough skin, but she does have tattoos other places on her body. I don't know, man. I think this is fake. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, okay, we're at the halfway point. Um, we have Jesse White's movie review. Uh, oh, nice. I don't. You don't know Jesse White. Um, Jesse White. We. Me and him grew up together, um, and he loves movies, and he does reviews for our podcast. But uh, I reached out to him; he's going to do another uh, movie review. Uh, we'll play a song as well. Uh, so when we come back, uh, we got some more videos, and yeah, so stay tuned. Hey everybody, I'm back and oh boy does November have a ton of movie releases. After a long drought caused by a strike and Hollywood just not giving a shit usually during the late summer, early fall period, we're finally getting back to normal and there is so much that I'm excited to see during the holiday season. And we're going to kick off the holiday season with Marvel's most recent box office disappointment with The Marvels, an all-female team-up starring Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Monica Rambeau, who has gone by the name Captain Marvel in the comics before. The Marvel kicks off dealing with the consequences of 2019's Captain Marvel, where Brie Larson's Carol Danvers destroyed the Supreme Intelligence, and starts where she swapped places with Iman Vellani's Kamala Khan from last year's Disney Plus series, Ms. Marvel. The Kree Empire has fallen apart due to the destruction of the Supreme Intelligence, causing the Kree to fall into civil war, causing their homeworld of Hala to become barren. When Tayana Paris's Monica Rambeau and Carol separately touch a jump point anomaly, at the same time, along with connecting with Kamala's Quantum Band, the three get into teleport-swapping hijinks, forcing the three to team up to save the galaxy from Zawe Ashton's gender-swapped Darben, trying to bring Halab back to its glory with a quantum band of her own. Meanwhile, the three Marvels bond and develop a close relationship with one another, while working to figure out how to be effective in combat to deal with the teleporting problem each time they use their powers. Now, there is a lot to like in this movie, as convoluted as it seems. Compared to the more recent Marvel movies and shows where the VFX have been shoddy, the Marvels actually looks pretty decent. I hope Marvel continues to improve in this department after the more recent VFX debacles like Thor Love and Thunder, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and She-Hulk Attorney at Law. And the cast is great too. On top of the Marvel ladies, it's great to see Samuel L. Jackson return as Nick Fury. I will always love Brie Larson and everything she's in. Fuck those ignorant sexist chuds who hate on her because they're practically illiterate when it comes to context about what people say. 
But the real joy of this movie is Iman Vellani's Kamala Khan. Vellani brings such a positive joy and energy to the role of Kamala that it is born out of a real, genuine fangirl love of Marvel. And just like with last year's Miss Marvel, Vellani will continue to bring a smile to my face every time she's on the screen. But this movie does have some major issues with the plot. The biggest is that this movie is more than just a sequel to Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. In order to fully understand the movie, you have to often watch the enjoyable Disney Plus series, WandaVision, or understand Monica Rambeau's character, this year's debacle on Disney Plus, Secret Invasion, in order to understand the Skrull subplot, and then to understand a lot of the minor details, you have to also watch Thor Love and Thunder, Hawkeye, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame, or else these tiny little details will mean absolutely nothing to you. Marvel needs to get these movies to stand on their own a bit better, as opposed to making the audience feel like they need to do homework to understand what is going on, and extra credit work to understand the relationship between Carol and Monica, or where the Skrulls end up going. The other big issue is that one of the key ideas of this movie really isn't properly developed. Kamala idolizes Carol to an adorably absurd degree, and she finally gets to meet her idol in this movie. But they really don't take full advantage of the story of a young girl meeting her idol and seeing how the real Carol isn't the same Carol that she has always pictured in her head. Nor do they really contrast Kamala with Monica, who grew up with having Carol as an important part of her life, only for Carol to abandon her when she was a child when she, Carol became Captain Marvel. And just like with Carol's relationship with Kamala, the movie fails to go into why Hala is so barren. Yes, a civil war happens because in 1995, Carol destroyed the supreme intelligence. And this conflict causes Hala to become dry, unbreathable, and dark by the time the Marvels, which is set in 2025, starts. But in Guardians of the Galaxy, has the factions of the Kree in conflict with their own government due to extremists not wanting to have peace with the Nova Empire in 2014, not a power vacuum caused by the destruction of the supreme intelligence. And if there has been such a collapse in Kree society due to the destruction of the Supreme Intelligence, why are the Kree having conflicts with the Nova and the Skrulls while they're in the middle of their own civil war? Nor have there been any such mentions of such a destructive Kree civil war in any of the MCU movies or TV shows set after Guardians of the Galaxy. Hala being such a shithole in 2025 seems more like the result of the Kree losing their war against the Nova Empire and Thanos' snap, which destroyed half of all life in the universe, as opposed to anything Carol did 30 years ago. This major plot point, which is the motivation of the villain, has zero development. And, speaking of villains, like so many Marvel movies, the villainous Darben is underdeveloped just like how Ronan the Destroyer was underdeveloped in Guardians of the Galaxy. And the plot really doesn't go far enough to try and justify her actions to revive Hala, or create a fully developed animosity towards Carol, who she blames for the destruction of her society. And spoiler alert, the after credit scene makes me a little nervous on how Marvel is going to introduce the X-Men into the proper MCU. They have complete control of this franchise now, and yet they are still tied to the Fox interpretation right down to the casting. But overall, this is still an entertaining and enjoyable movie, mostly thanks to the cast. There's no need to rush and go see it in theaters, but it's worth giving it a check when it rides on Disney Plus in a few months. Provided that you've done your homework and watched almost every single movie, Marvel movie out there. But if you're in my position who has seen every single Marvel movie, it's a decent movie. 
It's better than Captain Marvel, and better than a lot of the more recent post-Endgame Marvel movies. I give the Marvels a 3 out of 5. I'm afraid I love someone who's in love with someone else For years I've kept it to myself Pretending we are picture perfect But I barely got my shit together Cracking under a little pressure I'm afraid I'm not the one The one you want is someone else They say hope is a dangerous, dangerous little thing To keep finding out the hard way What tomorrow never brings They say hope is a dangerous, dangerous little thing To keep finding out the hard way What tomorrow never brings Never brings I passed the restaurant burned to the ground in a dollar store I close my eyes so a cover won't be compromised I'm afraid I'm not the one The one you want is someone else They say hope is a dangerous, dangerous little thing To keep finding out the hard way What tomorrow never brings They say hope is a dangerous, dangerous little thing To keep finding out the hard way What tomorrow So, um, what I wanted to talk about was, um, while we were recording the last episode and we, we usually, sometimes we'll watch TV and whatnot, you know, we'll play video games and whatnot. Uh, while we were watching TV, uh, what was it? Matthew Perry died. Um, oh yeah. I, on my phone, I put it up. I'm like, yeah, Matthew we, Perry died. Evan's like, no way. Yeah. That was, I mean, he did have a lot of problems. Um, he did have a lot of drug problems and um, whatnot. But um, 
he, I think he died the same way Aaron Carter died. Um, it was in a hot tub. Uh, I, I don't even think they have the medical, uh, autopsy yet. I think they, they have it, but they've, they just not been so hesitant to release it for some reason, but yeah, but I mean, it's you, there's a lot of people that are, um, that do drugs that die drowning. Like it's like a crazy amount of numbers um, because either they'll um, they're so uh, in a drug state when they're in water that they don't uh, think about breathing um, and stuff like that. I don't know how to explain it, but it's, you'll see a lot it of slow. It slows your, your, your breath way down. Yeah. Slows your heart rate way down and, and you're just, your dulls all of your senses. Yeah. So a lot of people either die in a hot tub or in a pool or bathtub. some tub yeah, bathtub. That's another one. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's sad that he died like the way he did. Um, I mean, he, he was, a. You know, I I didn't really like the show Friends. I I mean, did you watch it? I was a Seinfeld guy. Yeah, I'm more of a Seinfeld guy too. Friends was, I mean, there were some funny episodes, and once in a while they'll have. Uh, I've seen it lately because he died. Uh, just clips of Friends episodes and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's funny, but I, it's not like my cup of tea. Oh, there was this um this clip from one of the, to the episodes of the show where one of the characters, I don't know any of the characters names, but the woman was talking to Matthew Perry's character and she, they were getting into an argument and she said something like, oh, I don't remember what it was. I'd have to send you the clip, but it was like, what are you going to drown? Like a moron or something like that. Oh, like that was actually part of the script that script was on the friends, on the episode. friends episode. Oh, wow. And then it, and then years later he dies drowning. It's just, that's kind of eerie a little bit. Yeah. But, well, you know, I think as you say that, you um you know that the Simpsons predict everything. Like it's so crazy. Like they predicted Donald Trump being president, they predicted um just like all kinds of things that the I mean, it's it's absolutely nuts. Like how much stuff they predicted. Um Illuminati. I don't know. I it's yeah, Illuminati. Yeah. Simpsonati. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, it's it's kind of eerie how, uh, you know, things can come up in the past that, yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but, uh, so, uh, yeah, just stay away from the pool guys. If you're going to be doing drugs, drugs, I don't, don't do drugs, but if you're going to be drinking or anything, stay away from hot tubs, man. I went into a hot tub like a couple months ago and I was like, I was falling asleep in the hot tub, like just, sitting there like yeah. it was so relaxing and like that the hot tub is designed to relax all of your muscles and you get those jets going you combine like sedatives man it's it's just a recipe for disaster well, it sucks that he died they the way say he did. they say not to drink while you're in a hot tub because it your blood gets thin and uh you can possibly either have like a, a stroke or a heart attack i mean that's also possible yeah um that that's why I you know I don't I like hot tubs but it would have to be my own hot tub if I was to enjoy one I can't go to one in like a hotel because um, you don't want the band aid floating around you yeah it's just <laughs> it's so gross I so my parents bought passes to uh, Roseland Water Park 
And uh, I just remember swimming in the wave pool one time and just a Band-Aid. It was like almost like a gauze Band-Aid just floating next no. to me. And I'm like, eh, nope. I, and I don't really, I mean, I don't even like going into public pools or whatnot. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about getting a hot tub here, but the park says there's no, uh, there, you can't have a hot tub because you got some kid that comes along and jumps in your hot tub and drowns and dies. You are liable, even though I have homeowners insurance. So if something did happen like that, you know, uh, I would be covered. Um, but they, they, you can't have hot tubs or whatnot. I, I, you know, I don't know how much they endorse the rules around here because they, they have pit bulls running around the park and stuff like that. And you're not supposed to have pit bulls or any kind of dog that ha- there's like a list of dogs you can't have, but, um, the most wanted list. Yeah. Basically just like, uh, it's just like a breed of dogs you can't have. But I mean, so I was thinking about just getting like a two person hot tub, putting it out there and if i get in trouble i'll just be like yeah you sold us a trailer that floods when it rains so you didn't tell us about that and you know kind of uh so let me have my hot tub let me have my hot tub just let me have my hot tub let me have my hot tub yeah evan bogart let new podcast have, name let me have my hot tub um but uh yeah so um i got some more clips i only got two more clips we'll see but this one was really crazy so it's uh, green liquid is oozing out of New York City sewers. Uh, this, it, it, I don't Halloween know. Halloween was what, like three weeks ago? <laughs> How many weeks ago? I don't know, you know. A little late to the party. A little late. Now I'm thinking there's a couple reasons maybe this happened. Uh, one, uh, you got some snothead teenager putting a commercial size dye into the sewers, um, you know, because they do in St. Patrick's day in Chicago, they put green dye in the river and it almost looks like that. Like, Oh yeah. So, you know, I'm thinking it's probably some snot nose kid pour some, uh, they bought some dye, like uh, liquid dye from Amazon. Just started throwing it in the sewers. See what happened. Uh, Maybe in Teenage Mutant Turtles. Oh, you stole mine. I was going to say, maybe the turtles just had an absolute massacre underneath there, and this is just the aftermath. Sorry, guys, but it's over. Yeah. This is why I don't live in New York City, though. It's just crap like this, man. I feel like green ooze coming out of the sewers is probably the least of your concerns, though, in New York City. Yeah. People probably look at that and like, ah, just another day. It's probably like a normal normal day. Another day. Uh, whatever. I'll just walk over here. Yeah. But um, That guy over there is smoking crack, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, man. I couldn't live in New York City. I don't think it, 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 the amount of money you that would have there? to. I've never been there. I went there once. Yeah? Was, uh, was just, it a school trip? Nope. Went with my family to see the Foo Fighters. He, my, it was like kind of like a family trip, but we also got tickets to see the Foo Fighters, Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah? It was awesome. I um, heard that Madison Square Garden is like a base, basically like a big basement. Like when you walk in and it's not like four level, but it goes down. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense. Like it's basically below uh, floor level or ground level. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have to look into that. Maybe. I don't remember, but yeah. Cause I, I remember one of Laura's 
girlfriend's friends told me he went to go see a hockey game there and um rangers baby yeah it, i think it was the rangers he said that he went to um but it, it's basically just like when you walk in it goes down instead of you know you would think it would be you know you'd be floor level with the ice or whatnot i don't know how to explain it but i mean i i've yeah, never I mean, what's that Oh, I was just keep. I was just keep talking. No, about it. I mean, it, I've never been to New York City. I don't think I ever want to go. Um, I think it, it's cool to go once. Like we we didn't get to see everything. We went to the nine eleven memorial ground yeah. zero, paid respects there. We went to Rockefeller Center on the rooftop. Got to look over the city. That was awesome. We yeah. got some New York City pizza, which sorely disappointed. Not as good as it's just not. It's just so overhyped. Oh it's, yeah, it's just not as good. Now did I kind of felt like uh, Michael Scott when he was like going to my favorite pizza place, and it's he points over there, and he's like Sparrow. Sparrow, yeah. <laughs> now that wasn't me though, but um, now did you go when like Dave Portnoy when he does the pizza reviews? Did you go like around that time, or was you much younger? Do you know what I'm 2018? saying? 2018. Oh, okay. So yeah, Dave Portnoy was probably doing pizza reviews way back in the day. But if I was going to go, I would go, do you know who Dave Portnoy is? Yeah. So he does these pizza reviews. And, you know, if I was going to go, I would want to try the best rated pizza in New York City if I was going to go. But besides that, I have no, no reason to go. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe to see a band or something like that. But that's like. Central Park was really cool. It was like this huge forest in the middle of this concrete. Yeah. Land of. Now profits. It's just it was so weird. We rode bikes through it. It's like that's it's really cool, but like you kind of also feel like it's kind of slightly artificial because okay. it's like it just feels odd. Yeah, like you can see you look over there and there's like a pond and there's trees and then you look slightly above the trees and there's buildings for miles. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of it's just it's a weird experience, but it was kind of cool. I I enjoyed it. Um, we drove down, so it was a long drive. But. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Um, no, you know when remember when there was the Canadian smoke when that was the oh, big yeah. thing like recently. New York City was the um, most polluted air quality in the world when that happened. Yeah, there was like pictures and videos of it being like just the most orange haze. Like just like dark orange, like up yeah. out here we had like a little bit of a yellow tint. Yeah, and New was, York City was dark scarlet orange. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the world's most polluted air quality in the world when the Canadian smoke happened, and you know, beat China, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we beat them once. Yeah, we beat China at one thing, and it wasn't technology. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it here when the Canadian smoke happened, it was just like a little foggy, like you could smell the campfire, um, resident or not, uh, res, I don't know how to say it, but it was just like, just campfire smoke everywhere. But I don't know. All right. Uh, yeah, I think I have one more video. Uh, bear with us. Okay. This, this, this is, uh. Um, story for the ages. Uh, at home, if you're listening to this podcast or you're uh, watching the podcast on YouTube, um, 
email the show and tell us what you would do in this scenario. Uh, here, I'll play the video for you. A Caroline County, Virginia family found $1 million in the middle of the road. Emily Shantz tells CBS affiliate WTVR she and her family were out for a Saturday afternoon drive when they hit something. They thought it was trash, so they put it in the back of the truck. When they got home and looked, there were plastic bags inside filled with cash. So what would you do in this situation? Well, this family called authorities who believe the money belongs to the Postal Service meant to go to the bank. Major Scott Mosier tells WTVR he's proud of how the family represented the county with their honesty. Katie Johnston for WJZ.com. Yeah, I mean, that's it, though. No monetary reward or I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's kind of well, no conceded. I know that um, let's say you found like a wallet and um, it had like a bunch of money in it and you bring it to the police station. They hold it for a certain amount of time. And um, if no one claims it, you get a percentage of it. And then the cops, I think they put it in evidence or something like that. But, you know, it's a million dollars, though. So the story was they hit what they thought was trash and they put what they thought was trash in their car. Yeah. Like, who does that? I don't know. Like Only I that mean, family was bound to have, have that happen to them, I guess. Yeah. The family that picks up trash every time they hit it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if let's say that happened to me. Like, I hit something with a car and I would, if it was a million dollars, I would probably hold on to it. Like, I wouldn't spend a dime of it. Probably hold on to it for like a year or two. If there was no, um, no one claimed it or anything, I wouldn't put it in the bank because the bank, if I think anything over $15,000, you have to sign uh, or you have to basically fill out information for the IRS um, saying like, hey, you deposited a crap load of money. Where'd you get the money from? Uh, stuff like that. So I would hold on to it, never put it in the bank, use it to buy a you know, pay your rent. Uh, you know, I would deposit a little bit at a time, not like a lot, not enough for the IRS, but yeah, that's what I would do. I don't know, man. If I saw a million dollars on the side of the road, uh, first thing, and I picked it up or it came in on possession. The first thing I'm thinking is, holy crap, who's coming to get me? Yeah, that too. It's a million dollars, man. I would, but, I would honestly probably just throw it back where I found it. You think so? I mean, dude, I'm not, I'm not taking dollars. I'm not taking think, the risk of somebody coming and killing me, dude. Over that money, that's that's killing over money. Yeah, this is true. But you that's know, shoot you dead, ask questions later type of money. You know, I when I saw the story, I I was thinking it might have been like an armor truck, like left its door open and the bag fell out the back while they were driving. Yeah, but. That would be a major mess up to, um, you know, the the employee that uh, the armor truck. You like that's like losing your job and probably going to jail. Maybe a little bit of jail time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, but, uh, I'm not taking that risk with my life. Um, oh, I would. And Evan, Evan would. <laughs> Evan, Evan's the get the forehead tattoo, million dollars. Oh no, I'm not the forehead <laughs> okay. tattoo guy, but uh, you know, it's a million dollars. What what do you how much are you making it like a lifetime? Probably like I don't know. I think a million in a lifetime, but it's just it's taxed. You never see it. Yeah, it's you never see that. But you know, it's it's all at once a million dollars. You can uh you know pay for 
groceries for the rest of your life. You could pay your rent on time for the rest of your life. You could, uh, if you're going to school, pay, pay for some of that. I mean, it, there's a million, um, different ways to spend a million dollars, but people, people in this situation just jump to the conclusions, spend, spend, spend. I would hold on to it as long as I possibly could. When you spend it, you're going to trip the the authorities. Yeah, trip the authorities and, you know, and the the dumb people too, when they find a bunch of money, they go right to the bank and put it in a bank account and pay bills and stuff like that. No, because the IRS is going to find out about it and you're just, I don't know, man. It's a million dollars though. You know, the other thing too is that they found these uh, stack of money wrapped in like almost like a bank's uh, let's say like if you withdraw a million dollars from the bank, they have it in bricks. Uh, they're wrapped in like uh, almost like Saram wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I would think that, you know, if I was opening the bag, I would open it very slowly because the dye pack would be in there. And that thing, once you get a dye pack on you, you cannot get it off your skin. Like it takes like, I think I read something like it takes a year before the dye pack uh, ink comes off your skin. Really? Yeah, because um, not even with OxyClean. <laughs> maybe I mean I don't. I mean, even with OxyClean, my friend. Um, but no. Um, I would be so concerned about a dye pack, uh, a GPS tracker, um, a million things could be in a bag of ca- cash, even you know? dollars. Yes, yeah, so even dollars. You said a million things. Well, yeah, a million dollars. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would hold on to it. Sit on it forever. Evan Look, takes watch, the criminal Watch out. the news every day. See if there was anyone missing money. If not, within those two years, pay your bills. Buy groceries. So if someone came forward, you give it to them? You know, I would be like, yeah, I have your money, but I want a percentage of it. I'm oh, like, so then you instantly become a criminal. I don't know. It's not really... Uh, it's called ransom. Unethical. That is called ransom, criminal. and you will then see the authorities for sure. I'll be like, yeah, hey, I'll give you, I'll give you your money back, and you just got to give me 10%. I'll give you money back, but you got to subscribe to the Bogart Podcast there show you go. and buy some merch. There you go. Um, yeah, so buy some merch from thebogartpodcast.com. Doesn't cost a million dollars. No, it doesn't cost a million dollars. Uh, I did have to raise the price on the shirts, though. Uh, I feel bad about that, but... Um, w- <laughs> Like I bought a bunch of shirts and, um, to make a profit, I had to raise the money a little bit. I mean, it's, it's, you kind of have to do what you got to do to make a profit. Uh, you know, it doesn't take a lot to run a podcast, but it, it does take money. And so I had to raise the price on that hoodies though. I had to, it's expensive. It it takes about $35 to make a hoodie. And so with the the way I'm selling it now, I make a little bit of money, but not a lot. So, I mean, it sucks, but that's what you have to do to run a, a podcast, I guess. We should be getting uh, maybe stickers soon for the merch store? Yeah. Uh, so, I have stickers now. I just haven't put them up on the uh, the merch um, page, uh, the Shopify uh, account. Um, but I'll probably do that tomorrow or the next day, uh, put the stickers on. So, if you guys are watching this, uh, go check out the uh, the, the Bogart Podcast uh, merch store. We'll link so, it. Yeah, we'll link it. I'll, I'll put it in the on the screen here. But um, all right. Uh, so I think I got one more video. 
Oh, wait, no, that was the last video. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, do you, you got anything you want to talk about, my friend? There was this former NHL player. His name was Adam Johnson. He played at the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguins. I forgot what years it was, but they moved him to the AHL, and he was playing a game in England. I forgot the team names, and he's playing, getting the puck, on the ice, this guy comes from across the ice and karate kicks him in the throat and kills him. <sighs> okay. And the whole internet has been all around, like, was this an accident? Was this intentional? They just recently started an investigation over it, but the man died on the on, on the ice, dude. And you don't have to show the video because it is pretty graphic. Yeah, I, I I don't think... You can, I mean, if you, if you really wanted to search it up, you guys could search it up, yeah, but yeah. I... Suggest don't not doing it, but yeah. I've seen the video. I've watched it a few times, and I, I've you know me. I've I love hockey. I watch hockey. Uh, I've been watching hockey for a lot of my life. Yeah, I've never seen anything close to a play like that. I've just never seen that. It's so out of the ordinary. For uh, him. Well, for the people that haven't watched the video, so the the guy like just basically skates up, and then he's just like he's he in mid air, and he just fucking. Rails so over the neck. Adam Johnson's getting the puck and he's crossing the blue the blue line, which the blue line is the entrance way into the uh, the opponent's defensive zone. Okay, so he's crossing the blue line. There's a guy kind of in in front of Adam Johnson that's defend like defending him, and then this guy comes over and Adam Johnson's teammate kind of skates in front of Adam Johnson. Okay, and this guy kind of like shoves him out of the way, but as he's doing that, he lifts his left leg way up in the air and just hits him right in the throat with his skate. Like it's, it's, you don't fall like that. You, you don't get hit like that. I mean, I, there's been, there's this one story about the Buffalo Sabres goalie who got his throat cut and he was bleeding on the ice. I remember that, but that was like, somebody came in, they were like jostling in front of the net and some guy came in and hit this guy and he went head over heels and mm -hmm. he, he couldn't control his body. Like he went head over heels and he accidentally cut, the, go the goalie's throw went underneath the neck guard, which is crazy to do because the neck guard is supposed to come down here. Mm. But that that's an, an example of an accident. This guy comes out and he like leaves his feet and his leg goes way up in the air. Like you don't check somebody like that. You just don't do that. Yeah. And so he, he died like now, almost would, immediately. Would you think that he lifted his leg because he was off balance? No, but no. you wouldn't lift that, that leg. That, that, that leg is the one that you would, People have been saying that's the leg you would use to balance yourself. Oh. And you wouldn't lift it that high either. That would be a dangerous yeah. play for yourself. You're almost like intentionally falling extremely awkwardly. But no, your leg should never go that high in hockey. Hmm. And he wasn't he wasn't hit. Like he wasn't hit himself. He kind of like shoved the player out of the way. And as he was doing that, he would... You'll have, I mean, if you really wanted to research it, you guys would have to watch the video. But like it's, it's brutal. It's graphic. But it... Justice needs to be served. I mean, yeah. I think people talking manslaughter. I watched a couple of YouTube videos that talked about, now, granted, this happened in England. So mm. English law is might be slightly different, but I think the, the terms around murder charges are relatively the same. Mm. So second degree murder is, um, in U.S. terms, is defined as like um, callous disregard in the moment whereas like first degree is premeditated right you'd have to have a reason you you plan this out mm. third degree is a complete accident but somebody dies second degree is kind of in the middle where it's like you 
plan on injuring somebody and they die in the process. And that's, mm-hmm. that is the biggest one that people have been trying to, um, pin on this guy is that he was so reckless and careless that he probably wasn't planning on killing this guy, but you lift, you lift your skate, which has a like seven inch blade on it up at this guy's face area, up in his upper body area. You're, you're just recklessly careless for human life. And the only inev- inevitable outcome happened. He got hit. Yeah. And yeah, he passed away and both teams, I think the biggest thing was that both teams like immediately called it a tragic accident. And that's like, everyone's been using the word accident. All the media is like this tragic accident and not an accident guys. It's not, it just really isn't. No, see, this is what I think about this way too, is that in hockey, I mean, there is fighting like they, they fight a lot. And that's it's that's not allowed. They just they just don't like get in the middle of it until yeah. they get on the ground and they kind of like wrestle them. Yeah. So I would you know the argument there would be like you know maybe he was trying to start a fight and but he, again I get I see the point you're making is that you know he shouldn't have had his leg that high in the air no. and uh, you know that's the only thing I could think of is, is that if he lost balance. But you said though is that it was his balanced foot. Yeah, so he, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, have you, you haven't seen the video? I haven't, no. Yeah. I if haven't. Do, I've heard about it, though. Um, I've been, do, I've, I might send you one that, like, doesn't have the graphic. Oh, I don't care if it's graphic. But, like, yeah, you'll take a look at it, and it's like, I, I guarantee you'll be like, this is not an accident. He just basically murders makes, someone. Ba- just basically, yeah, I mean, he kills him. And yeah. so they've opened up an investigation, and, and the NHL, you know, the Penguins had a big like memorial for him. Sidney Crosby was interviewed about him about it during a game. So, you know, a lot of attention, thankfully, is being brought up about this. And um, the NHL had a whole thing about like safety and considering mand- mandating neck guards. That was a big consideration. That's what, um, when I was watching hockey, uh, they were talking about that wearing neck guards. and yeah. Stuff like that. Um, I don't know why they didn't do that in the first place when they, you know, uh, like stuff like this happened. This isn't the first time where someone got their neck slit. Well, you know, you would think they would learn the lesson that they should have. It happens all so the- rarely though, Evan, like, and, yeah. it, it, and, and when people are out there on the ice, they, you know, they're rough and they're, they're roughing each other up, but they all know that they got freaking swords on their feet. They all know that yeah. they don't, they don't want to be cutting each other up. Like mm. they want to go home to their families and their yeah. girlfriends and wives. So for the fact that this guy <clears throat> made a play that, disregarded all of that is yeah like nhl guys they'll hit each other but they for somebody to get their neck cut has to be one a very like in a unavoidable hit in play or what we just what you would see in this video which is you go up there and you kick him in the face with your skate i mean it's yeah. like that's the only two ways that that happens. Yeah. So, yep. Investigations going on. Hopefully, there'll be justice. Uh, I want to see this guy put away. Yeah. I, I, I banned from all sports. Uh, prison sentence at least. Um, this guy Adam Johnson. I don't know if he had a family, but you know he loved hockey. He loved the sport, and yeah, just sucks, man. Just like going out there and. Uh, his, I, it said like his family was at that game too. His girlfriend was there, and uh, like. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks brutally. The the this whole scenario reminds me of a story of our old high school soccer coach. Um, so, 
back, this was uh, after that I graduated high school. Um, uh, a kid kicked a soccer ball and hit uh, the coach's face, and he died of heart attack right on the field. I have a heart attack. Yeah. Oh, so man. like Hit in the face, he got he, one of the, there was during a soccer practice, I believe he kicked the soccer ball or the student kicked the soccer ball, hit the coach right in the face and he just died. Like, and I just, That's just weird. think, think of the kid that kicked the ball. You know, you end yeah. up killing someone. You gotta be like, you gotta be scarred for life. Like a very long time. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I have, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I just, the whole hockey thing, like, you know, it, there's fighting and stuff like that. So, but I mean, if this guy did it purpose, purposely, yeah, he should be rotting in jail. But I, I mean, I guarantee he's going to have like a, one of the, you know, a fancy lawyer that's going to go be like, oh, well, this was hockey and hockey. There's, you know, people that you know, hurt each other for, you know, for less. And it's just, yeah. it, it's going to be, it's going to be one of those, uh, like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like celebrity courtroom things. Like it's, it's going to be on all news outlets. Oh, you think so? Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely on all, be... definitely on all sports outlets probably, but yeah, it's been ga gaining a little bit of traction. It's, it's not like, unfortunately it's, and I say unfortunately, but like, it's unfortunate that it's not getting as much attention because it's not an NHL player. It's mm -hmm. like a former, you know, minor league player. So, but yeah. the NHL's got uh, got a whiff of it, and they've been talking about net guards. So, pe hopefully, yeah. people will investigate it. But yeah, to your soccer thing, when we were in like elementary school, we used to play soccer on the field, and we had this old teacher, and the soccer balls we had had like a really hard coat, like shell, yeah. on them, and this kid shanked it, and hit the back of our teacher's head and she was like a 70 year old woman. She fell to the ground. I thought he killed her. Yeah. I, I thought I witnessed somebody die. It was like, it sounded like somebody hit a baseball with a baseball bat mm. and we look over and she's on, she's collapsed on the ground and she thankfully got back up. Yeah. Thank God, honestly. But yeah, that was kind of scary, but I always, uh, so when I used to ski up and down new England, uh, I skied with professional skiers and whatnot. Um, there's a couple times where I thought I was going to die going off. So one time it was very icy and I was going and I miss, uh, read the speed for the jump, jumped over and basically overshot it and landed on flat, like flat ground. So like imagine jumping off a building and then landing right on the, so I thought, a couple times I was going to oh, die. Man. How was um, the aftermath? Did you break bones on that one? Um, yes. So I broke my growth plate in my knee in that incident. Um, and then there was, uh, I broke my nose about three times, uh, broke my metal carpal in my hand. Mm -hmm. Um, what else did I break? My pinky, my wrist. I mean, I broke I, a couple of hearts. Yeah. In your day. <laughs> yeah. Double hearts <laughs> in my day. Yeah. I had to lighten the mood a little bit there. Um, but yeah, so I've broken a lot of bones skiing. Um, uh, but you know, and the point where I got to where I was like, yeah, maybe this isn't for me anymore. Uh, all my friends were becoming 
professionals and you know i couldn't get a sponsorship to save my life so i was like yeah maybe i'll go in a different direction and so i you know but you know it's it any sport is is dangerous um yeah it's it's nothing safe anymore like you would think that you know a sport would be safe and but there there is no safe sport there's always freak accidents unless you're playing like i i don't know like pickleball i, I don't know oh, do pickleball is the best you play pickleball yeah I'm a, I'm a huge fan yeah oh yeah you, I, I always wanted to play so we got to go play oh yeah it's like the perfect combination between table tennis and regular tennis. No, I prefer it over. It's, it's awesome. It's just yeah. Awesome. yeah. Is there any pickleball courts around here? Around your place? I don't know, but there's a, like a, <clears throat> it's like a sports complex near me. Oh, okay. And host it. I got my own bag, my own paddles. My, what? My oh yeah, dude. You're into it real good. I'm aren't you? It. I want to find a league this coming winter. But Oh man. Yeah. I love it. I, I, you know, I, I want to try, um, if I you find some sort of court, man. I'll just, I'll bring my, my paddles over and we'll, we'll go. I think there's one right down the road from where we work, uh, Mertensia park. I think they have a pickleball court there, but, um, that might be, that might, that might be tennis courts. Yeah. Maybe it is tennis courts, but, um, yeah. So, you know, I, I always wanted to play pickleball, but I, you know, I, I'm just, I'm I'm tall, lanky, and I yeah. I just feel like I would be goofy if I if I did it like no, a goof. Have you ever gone to the villages in Florida? Do you know of the villages, like retirement home villages? Yeah, like the villages in Florida. No, it's like this huge, like in the middle of Florida, this huge, um, like homes for elderly uh, to go and retire. There's a bunch of golf courses. Pickleball is huge down there. Is it? Because my my grandparents they used to rent houses like a house every summer. I mean, every winter down there. Mm. And so the family would go down there, all of it, me and my cousins and we'd play pickleball and we'd, we'd go out there and we would, when we first started playing, we would like kind of learn the ropes and we'd look over and these old farts are like hitting it and hitting it like so fast at each other. And like, you'd (laughs) never seen old people move like that, but they get so into it. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge, I mean, it's, it's a great sport. Anybody can play at any age. That's the, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, I guess that whatever makes old people exercise. Oh, it's go, great exercise. Yeah, I mean, go for it. Uh, I mean, but I, you know, I'm I'm linky. They get I so am, into it though. They get so serious. Do they? It. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was not out. Yeah. I, I is it is this is basically the same rules as tennis? Kind of, except um, of course the net's a little bit lower, the court's a little bit smaller, and there's a thing called the kitchen, which is like the space from the net to the serving boxes okay so in normal tennis you can go all the way up to the net in uh pickleball you can't you can't go in what's called the kitchen the kitchen yeah so you have like the two boxes that you serve get to serve into those boxes across the court okay and then from those boxes to the net is the kitchen you can't step in there okay to play it yeah i see a so lot of go right, so usually what happens is they'll serve and then they'll serve back and then they'll hit it and then everyone will go up to the, like right up to the kitchen and they'll just like hit it like fast at each other. Oh, okay. And that's kind of what a lot of people do it on. Me and my, if me and my dad play, we like to play like we're playing tennis. We we stay back and we just hit it as hard as we can. Hit as hard as you can. We get the power going. A lot of the old guys will get the finesse going up close. So it's what, a really really fun sport though. What's uh, a brand of uh, pickleball rackets? What's what's? Oh, I don't know the brand names, but you don't know the brand names. No, I have a couple of good ones though. 
Yeah, because Franklin might make some. Franklin. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, you uh, you because. I used to love playing tennis in high school. Um, I was never like on a tennis team or I just like playing it during gym. Like when we went, I, I loved it, but you know, I, I was never good at it, but you know, it was fun. Yeah. The tennis is great, man. I wish I could play tennis. Yeah. I, I love watching tennis. You like to watch tennis. I, I don't personally watch tennis. Oh, I love watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Some reason I just like it. It's cool. Yeah. I, I, you know, I started, this is crazy about the whole hockey thing too. I used to never watch hockey. Like I, I just thought that it was so fast. You couldn't keep your eye on the yep. puck. So you don't know where it is. So you're like, well, you know, I don't know where it is. So why am I watching? But now I've been watching it. Like you can see the puck a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's my eyesight getting better or something like that. <laughs> it's getting but, better. Um, but you know, I, I started watching it and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm getting Imagine the camera it. guy who's like, he's like 30, 40, 50 feet up in the rafters and he's got the camera and he's got to follow it. Yeah. Like you would think, well, it happens. Somebody like a slap shot. He's got to like follow that puck. Well, it happens during football too. Like, let's say the quarterback, um, you know, fakes it and the camera guy thinks that oh, it's like going. The, have you seen those YouTube videos where like, it's like trick plays top trick plays and like all of them like camera guy goes way off yep. into the end zone and the balls are right back there. yeah so yeah. i mean it happens like the, i mean it, the ball like the ball or the puck you know they could play tricks and you know you don't know where it's going and it yeah i i don't know what the paying rate for a cameraman in the nfl but you know it, it's got to be a is, hard job yeah. yeah it's got to be like it's got to be really hard but yeah, so uh Black Friday. Black Friday. Uh do you now do you go out Black Friday and shop? I mean I can't. We have to we have to work. Well yeah, I mean no, we have to work, but I mean like do you go this. like after? Yeah. No, my I've never done the, the early stuff, but I've I've seen so many videos of people and stories of people getting like trampled. Yeah, see like, yeah, I used to work at the mall on Black Friday at Burger King and that was hell. It was, it was just not good. It, it it was not fun because you have a line going from the food court all the way around just to get a burger at Burger King. Like it Black Friday deals at Burger King, yo. Yeah, and so and we were the only um, people on uh, the food court that served breakfast. So it was the worst. Like. I don't know how I stayed or did it for two years, but it's just the worst. Um, I used to go all the time, though, uh, Black Friday. I bought my Xbox 360 when those came out. Uh-huh. They had like a deal where it was like the Black, or I think it was Black Ops and uh, Call of Duty Black Ops and the Xbox for a certain amount at uh, Best Buy. But I, I don't, everything's online now. Yeah. Like you don't, I, I have Walmart plus and right now I can get deal, black Friday deals right now. Like, oh, yeah. like yeah, the I, Amazon might be doing some of that too. Like black Friday coming up. Yeah. Um, which defeats the purpose of it being black Friday, but yeah. Uh, I mean, but there, I mean, everything's online now. Like no one goes and stands in line for black Friday anymore. It's just, it's, it, it's a bygone it's, era, man. Yeah. It's, it's, 
I think the last time I stood in line for anything was uh, my buddy wanted to buy PS3s when they came out. Um, they were selling them on, he wanted to buy them and sell them for a ridiculous price on eBay for the next day because, um, they were all sold out within like an hour because people were standing in line and getting them. So he would, he thought that he, if you were to stand in line, bought three of them, or I think he actually didn't buy three. I think he bought like 15 of them and sold, oh, tried to sell them on eBay. Cause I remember, <laughs> Uh, he asked me to go um, and stand in line while he went to go get food and stuff like that. Because if you uh, leave the line, you lose your number and then you don't get a PlayStation 3. So I remember the, we partied it afterwards and there was like literally 15 PS3s just sitting in the living room and stuff like that. And he was like getting ready to post them on eBay. But what happened was is that they you couldn't sell them for a ridiculous amount of money on eBay. You could only sell them for the price that you got them for. <laughs> so he had 15 PS threes uh, and he could only sell them for what he got them for. So wow. it was just a, but I remember that's the one time I stood in line for anything. And I, you know, I didn't even get a PS three that day. I just, I stood in line because he asked me to help him out. So I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I don't have the patience to stand in line and stuff like that. Yeah. We're going to get crushed. At work, at work, yeah, I've, I, I don't know, I don't know, I, I have a weird feeling because they told us at work the, uh, the other day that um, this has been the lowest it's been since they've started selling stuff on Amazon, Country Max, and Walmart. This has been the slowest it's ever been. They said, so I don't, I don't know, I, I, it, it might be bad. It might need. I, I'm preparing for the worst. I'm gonna sleep a whole yeah good have to sleep. Eight hour sleep, maybe even more, yeah. just to prepare. Uh, I mean, UPS is it's bad. You guys will see a lot, but it's. I think on my side, it's. I'm just, uh, dude, my it's, leg's gonna be fried. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It sucks that we don't really work together anymore. Yeah, that does suck. I mean, I miss you. Yeah. I, miss, I miss you, kid. I miss my working with my son and whatnot. So yeah, father son, company. father son. Yeah. Bogart and company. Like Bogart company. We could start a moving company. I used to work for a moving company. Oh, yeah. Um, my dad drove truck for Mayflower Moving Company in Rochester, and uh, we got so much free stuff from rich people. Uh, we had, like, um, it was like an arcade, uh, a Donkey Kong arcade tabletop thing, and we got it for free, but the only problem was is that it froze sometimes, so we had to open up the cabinet and slam it. And it would start working again. It was the most, but nice. like the rich people, cause we moved to Kodak executives Yep. and they would throw away the amazing stuff. We had a whole sectional couch that they throw away brand new. Wow. Um, there was like, we got a sailboat at one point, a whole sailboat. Yeah. It was Not like, a model sailboat. No a sailboat. It was a sailboat. Like we had a sailboat. We had a paddle boat, like the ones that you like, it's like a bike, but you pedal. We got yep. one of those for free. Like we got a, like good stuff. That's like, the life, man. That, I was thinking about going back and like either me and my friend were talking about like just starting like a business, like some kind of business. And I was like, well, we, maybe we could buy like a, a, a small uh, truck, like a, one of those like uh, U-Hauls, mm -hmm. just buy one and start moving furniture and stuff like that. 
But I remember I hated doing that in the summers with my dad because he forced us to work. It was like we, but I was the richest kid in high school though, because I always Look at my had, sailboat. Yeah, <laughs> I goons. I used to make a hundred bucks a day. This was back in like two thousand four, two thousand three. Oh yeah, I used to make a hundred dollars a day each day for a whole summer because I. Uh, the only time we had off was in the weekends. My dad didn't go to work. So we made a hundred as $500 a week. You know, how many weeks in, you know, your summer vacation, I was the richest kid and man, I don't know. Having money, you know, it's a pro and a con it changes you, man. Yeah. It changes you. But, um, I don't know, man. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, the whole week, Leading up to it will be bad, and then the week after will be bad, and then you won't. We won't. It won't get down till like two to three weeks. Yeah, but you know, I I think of it as um, job job security. You know that you know, it's yeah. never going to be so slow that they send you home or you know or they let you, or lay you off. So you know, I'm I, I like that kind of stuff. I like that's why I picked up a shift on Sundays is because you know we get out early and I you know I don't get the forty hours a week, so it's like working part time. So that's why I was like, hey, you know, can I work two Sundays a month? And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, I worked the, you know, the past Sunday. And then uh, I think I go back on the 26th. I think it's uh, uh, Cyber Monday. He, yeah, they need he, people he, for yeah. Cyber Monday. So I'm going to go in and work a shift. Or not, not so. But um, all right. Well, that you want anything else you want to talk about or you think that's good? That's all I had for today. All right. Well, that was the Bogart podcast this week. Um, again, support the podcast. Buy some merch. Uh, not a million dollars. No, not. Well, I forgot even. Oh, oh, the money in the road. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, go to the Bogartpodcast.com slash merch. Uh, buy a t-shirt. It's only 25 bucks, guys. Not that big of a... Uh, Price tag on their T-shirt. Uh, you get a raffle ticket. You buy a shirt, you get one raffle ticket. You buy a hoodie, you get two. Uh, $50. You can win. We'll pick a winner on the, I think, January 1st. We'll pick a winner. Um, yeah, so do that. Uh, follow us on all social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're on X or formerly known as Twitter, but I don't. We don't, we don't really get a lot of foot traffic there. So, uh, just follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Yep. That's the where the most foot traffic. Oh, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, beer pirate radio. Uh, share the podcast too. Yeah. Share it. Sharing um, is caring. Sharing is caring. It helps us out a lot. And so with that being said, we'll see you on the other side. This has been a Beer Pirate Radio production.